0: First off, before we even start this episode, I want to say special shout out to the great state of West Virginia. Shout out to Shalem. Uh, shout out to Steven. Shout out to Buffy6. Shout out to uh, DJ Illspin. Shout out to the whole band. Um, and uh, yeah, just shout out to West Virginia. Shout out to the Clay Center. Um, yeah, this is the Noah Extra Sauce podcast. This is the press conference. We're gonna talk about sound check with Shalim, and um, at the Clay Center. My uh, this is my third time performing in West Virginia, and uh, twice in Huntington, and this time in Charleston, West Virginia. And uh, yeah, this is a cool one, man. This is a cool one, um, and like just just a lot of fun. Um, a lot of those small victories that kind of add up, or those times where you have to. Um, really just reflect and, and think about, you know, how far we've come and, and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about my favorite song that I performed, uh, um, yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. And my favorite or talk about my mess up on Rope Break and, uh, yeah, just talk about the show, talk about, um, The Visit and, uh, Yeah. No extra sauce podcast I am Joey H Make sure you rate, review I don't even know I'm just saying that because I heard it in other podcasts uh, But definitely tap into this episode And hear about the show at the Clay Center Y'all I don't need No extra sauce on my wings Got enough for my play. Enough time to waste. I don't need, need, need no, no extra sauce no on my ex- way. I, I got enough for my play. No so ex- when I escape, so no that So this was the sixth show of six out of eight for the open tree house tour, the summer run. And this was a really good one. We went to West Virginia. The event was Sound Checks opening up for Shalim at the Clay Center. And as all the shows that I've done with Shalim have been, it was electric. It was a lot of fun. This is our, I want to say, this is our one, two, three. This is our fourth show together. Our fourth show together. Um, the first one being our introduction show at Natalie's um, in early 2022, like when COVID did like the double back. And then so it wasn't really a great turnout for that show. Um, but if you want to see a better turnout of a show at Natalie's July 8th, you can come out and see Joey H in the head band um have our celebration for open treehouse but anyways we're getting back we're getting off point or off focus here um this was our fourth show together and it was sound checks at um the clay center uh the science and arts uh science and arts museum in Charleston, West Virginia. And this is my first time ever being in Charleston, first time ever performing and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um I've I've said it before, but like you never really you kinda have like like expectations and stuff of like what you see and what you hear um about different places and stuff. And every single time I've gone to West Virginia has been hella love. So um don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> and uh yeah. Yeah, so let's just get into it. Um went down with the headband, myself Big Dog on keys, Lanesha, um, Kevon on bass, Day drummer Day on the drums, and Jesse helping run with the sound. Um, and this is our second time doing this iteration of the show, um, and, and it was it was a lot of fun. We like, I, I think I said on the last episode, you know, being an being an opener and and getting to have that feeling of performing in front of people again and like having to win people over or like you perform and you start to see people like have no expectations for your set because they're coming to see somebody else, obviously. And then you do, you get on there and it's like the first or second song and they're like, yo, what? I was thinking that this was just an opener, but you know, so it's been, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. And I, I've, I've enjoyed, um, doing that over the last couple of years and stuff. And, um, and like I said, I think a podcast or two ago, like that's what I want to do in this fall is go on tour and stuff with somebody else. Um, that is more established and you know, have that challenge of winning over audiences and, and performing in front of a different crowd. Um, so that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, Shalem, Steven, Cheyenne, the whole team DJ illspins like the whole team is is special man that, that's a great group of people um Brandy as well that's a great group of people and I just want to say on the podcast I appreciate you Shalem, I appreciate you for having me. I appreciate you inviting me into your space um if y'all don't know West Virginia is Shalem count is Shalim country shalem county shalem land i don't care like that man is damn near jesus out in west virginia um like every time i've been to a show with him it's been hella love so um i just gotta i gotta say that again um i appreciate you for for having us and, and we had a good time so thank you Honey barbecue you so a few months ago, I saw a video of somebody on TikTok. Yes, on TikTok, um, talking about, you know, performing and, and the importance, or not the lack of importance of performing. And they were like, why do these shows in different places when you can put out music and take the money that you would use to travel and not make on the road and use that to promote your music through social media campaigns and advertisement and stuff like that and i remember sending it to somebody and just being like yo that's the biggest piece of shit i ever heard um (laughs) just just from like the standpoint of like we gotta go outside we gotta go outside at some point and the best way in my in my mind, my best the best way for at least for me to touch people has been through live performances and the way that you make people feel, the way that you get to interact with people, and I've always said, just in my personal life, just in just not even me as Joey H, but as Joseph Holbert, when. We would write papers and let's say like college essays and stuff is like, we got to go to college. I'm like, this essay is not going to reflect me. I'm going to write a good essay, but it's not until you meet me in person and you get to see me in person that you get to be like you make your judgment and stuff. And that's just been everything across the board for me. So in performances, it's literally the same way. And, like, being on stage is a moment that you can make fans for the rest of your life. You get to interact with people. You can perform a song and someone tells you their, like, immediate thoughts of, like, how that made you feel. Um, I got two stories, and I'll keep them brief, but it's a recurring theme, you know? So on Construction is Wealth, as you know, there's the section in the song where my grandmother speaks and she sends like a voice message. My mom sends a voice message. My, my brothers, uh, DJ B Free, Darren, um, and my dad um, send voice messages in and that's the you know middle part of the song. So when we were coming up with the performance and the idea for the song, or the way that we wanted to structure it when we perform, we're not going to play all the voice messages. So we took bits and pieces. So we used my grandmother's, and we used my mom's. And when we performed in Cleveland, um, my homie came up to me, and I don't mean to chuckle or laugh at this because it's not what – he knows my family, so he knows that, you know, my – My my mom and my grandmother are still living, but he lost his mother recently. And um, for him, he was just like, man, you know, I appreciate that moment for you to. And and also note that the show in Cleveland was the day before Mother's Day. And so I'm performing and, and like, you know, that part comes up. I look at my mom and I'm just like, I love you. Happy Mother's Day blah, 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 like, it's special to be able to perform this song, and, and I appreciate everything that you've done and instilled and, and supported me through everything. And after the show, he just told me, he's like, yeah, man, you know, that, like, that really touched me, and um, he's like, I had a moment, you know? and And it's those things that you cannot get back. You can't do that just through through the music and I mean maybe you can and maybe I'm just talking about it because I I really like performing but then yesterday performing same same thing my mom's voice message my grandmother's voice message and uh lady comes up to me and she's just like you know I just lost my father recently and um I appreciate that you had your mommy your grandmother's uh voice messages in there and i just want you to know that they will um they they are proud of you and if they were here they would be very happy about you know your performance and like i offered my condolences obviously because like you know i don't want to feel insensitive but i did want to be like yo uh my mom and my grandmother are still still alive and still with us. Um, like, yeah. Um, but for that moment and that part of the song to be able to touch and have an impact on her, it was one of those things that you just can't get. You just don't take those for granted. And... Over the last couple of years, I know I've spoken on it as far as live shows and the pandemic and lockdown and not having those special moments and not having times where people can, you know, come up to you after a show and, and just thank you for for your inspiration or whatever. And it was just like I, I've I've missed those. And I remember just saying, like, I'm not taking – Once we get back outside, I'm not taking it for granted. So that was really cool. And it brought me back to just like that TikTok where it was like, you know, don't go on the road and don't travel and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how do you build fans, you know? And I just wanted to talk about the importance of, you know, building an audience through performances and and building a market. You know, um, something that I've learned over the last couple years as far as touring or or um, planning a tour or planning performances is having markets that you can perform in and and deliver in is important. So for me, for example, Columbus is my hometown, my or my home base. I can have shows here. I can hit up a lot of the promoters in this city and say I or venues and say I want to do my headline show here they would say absolutely um i could say that to a few other places in like columbus or in cleveland those are two markets and As like I I spoke about the New York show and, you know, the one show being canceled because of low ticket sales and then we do it again. And it's like, oh, we have traction. We have ticket sales. We have hard ticket sales. We have a history. I've been talking to a lot of these different uh, venues and promoters and just being like, hey, we really want to play in this spot, blah, blah, blah. Denver, for example, I really want to play in Denver. And I reached out to a venue in Denver and they were like, You don't have any performance history besides a so far sound show. We need history. And I'm like, How do I build history if you don't give me the opportunity to perform? And they were like, you know, we gotta get some ticket history. So, you know, get on the bill with some other people from out there and blah blah blah. Anyways, that's the importance of building different markets so then when you do have a tour and say you have 10 shows or whatever and you know Columbus is going to do well uh, Cleveland is going to do well Um, in my case right now it's like I'm working to build a market or it's happening but like in West Virginia Huntington and this show being in Charleston but also you know my brother Shalim is in Charleston so you know if there's ever opportunities and it's like, yo, I can hop on a bill with you, blah, blah, blah. And it's just the importance of continuing to build a market and building into your fan base. And those people, those people that are in those cities being like, yeah, man, I remember seeing you open up for Shalem. And then when you came out here, you played a smaller show at like a um, a little cafe or something like that. And we came out to it and it was an intimate set and you continue to build those those um those markets. So um I just, you know, I want to use this platform not only as to talk about the the show and talk about, you know, what I'm doing but also be a resource and I've always been somebody I've always been somebody that like now that I have now that I have a the a platform or I've I've done a few things um, I want people to also reach out to me This so, so I can help and and be a resource and be somebody that's like when, when somebody says hey can you help me uh, with this tour or can you help me and give me some advice on what I should look for or, you know anything like that like that's what I want to do so I just really wanted to come and, and say that and um, please artists do not substitute <laughs> live performances don't do that um And also continue to have fun, continue to inspire when you go to these different places and perform in front of new audiences because you never know who's in you never know who's out there and you never know um, who you can impact. You never know if, if you're going to perform and open up for somebody and then somebody in the crowd sees you and they're just like, wait, I just became your biggest supporter and that's why i have to say shout out to buffy six um literally from the first time um see performing in west virginia and you being there and and she was just like yo i fucking love him and so again to go to the show yesterday a lot of these people that have never seen me perform a few of them have because they came to the show last year in april at the loud in huntington but a lot of them have never seen me perform. And so to have me doing extra sauce, Rossi on the deck, uh, rope break and have Buffy in the fur in in the front, you know, cheering and, you know, singing along, there's other people around like, Oh shit. Like, you know, maybe we should pay attention, you know? So I appreciate Buffy, um, had to make sure that I got, got it right and, and gave her the, the set list, um, my set list and signed it and said thank you uh, Thank you for just being you So Buffy if you're listening Thank you Thank you so much Alright so next I'm gonna talk about Two songs From the performances uh, First I'm gonna talk about the mess up And then I'm gonna go into the uh, My favorite performance of the night Or my favorite song that I performed in the night um, during rope break, <laughs> so first off, on the stage, if you see the video that I posted and stuff, there's these little orange blocks. And they're basically something that you can put a pole in to uh, stabilize or support something. But they're on the stage and they're like right in the middle. So the whole time during rehearsal, I'm just playing with them. I'm just stepping on them, moving around them, and. You know, Carla and Jesse and even some of the sound people were kind of looking at me like, yo, why are you just like, those are in the way, like I know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm stepping on them so I can like feel them. I need to feel them. I need to know the surroundings of the stage. Like I just need to know. So then when I am up here, when it's actual showtime, it's not like a foreign object. Like I know the playground now. Like I know where, how much space I have. I know if I move this way too much like I might twist my ankle, like, you know, something like that. You know, so I was playing around with those but (laughs) they were like, I don't know if you got enough space to do a backflip during rope break and I'm like, Absolutely I do. A hundred percent. Like there if there is one thing about me, if we don't have space to do a backflip, I will make space. I will find space. Only time that I won't do it is if my legs hurt or um if I'm literally like I I'm performing in in a box, you know. Um, but no, like I I find I find my space. And uh performing this is the first time I performed outside in a while since last year, I wanna say. So this is the first time of the year and like, you know, allergies been going triple going uh getting quadruple doubles this year. Um and I've always been a person that never really had allergies until like two years ago. But, man, allergies creeping up. Performing outside is a lot harder than I thought. Or not thought, but like performing outside is harder than expected and stuff. I got to go to the gym. I got to run a little bit more. But anyways, I'm performing real break. Boom. Do the backflip. Energy is high. Man. <laughs> in the second verse, I forgot every word of the second half of the verse. <laughs> every single, every single word. And I'm talking to Linasia after. She's like, what happened? I'm like, Lynn, I'm like, Lynn, you know when like you perform and you black out? I had one of the moments where I blacked out and then I came back. I came to and I was like, Yo, this is nuts. This is crazy. Like, I started to just think about a few things. And I'll talk about those when I talk about my favorite song or performing for the night. But I was like, damn, this is crazy. All I could really do is look out at the crowd and just be like, man, I appreciate y'all for real. I appreciate y'all so much for rocking with me. And uh it it was it was one of those moments but yeah I definitely fucked up uh rope break the second half um and but yeah it was that that was a lot of fun backflip was clean as always and uh that rope break has just continued to be one of my favorite songs ever for me but also to perform and I'm I'm starting to get to that point in I guess my career where People either know me for Rope Break or they've heard that song over and over and over again. But for a while, I was always like, man, I'm trying to do everything in my power to take Rope Break out of the set list. So let's just say (laughs) I'm going to speak into like wrestling terms. So if you don't watch wrestling or whatever, um, just... Plus 10, plus 10, plus 10, I guess. But in wrestling, when you have the top guy or top girl at at the top, like you can't just remove the belt off of them, you know? And so, for example, right now, Roman Reigns is the draw. Roman Reigns is the draw. You do not take the belt off of Roman Reigns to put somebody else in there just for the simple fact to just put him in there. That's what I've been doing over the last, well, not last couple of years, but just like when I was building out sets, I was like, man, fundraiser. I could perform that instead of rope break. Nah. <laughs> Zoom, I could perform that instead of rope break. Nah. Jenga 3, I could perform that instead of, yeah, Jenga 3 is a, is a really good one to perform, but no, there is no song that has been able to just take, Center stage in my sets the way that rope break does lessons for a while. Um, when I was doing the backflip, I was doing it during lessons. Nah, lessons is also a song off of Carry by Six Project. Um, but nah, nah, uh uh-uh. uh, it's rope break, and it's one of those things. Like, I remember um having a conversation with somebody before where it was like do you guys ever feel like a certain way about having to perform a song that that that's gotten a lot of attention like, no i mean it sucks sometimes because you you've played it over and over again you get tired of it blah 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 but like this is what people enjoy this is what people like and rope break is gonna be one of those songs that stick with me for forever and um I'm having a lot of fun just performing it and, and a lot of joy. And sometimes I might mess it up, but uh, it, it, it comes from a place of just, like, joy. And, and again, like, when I wrote Rope Break, like, I, I tell people all the time, like, I wrote that in the summer of 2016 when shows dried up for me in the summertime. And I was like, this is my make or break moment in my life. Uh, in my career for music you know leaving college and everybody is going to go do their thing and I'm like I'm making music and um, to literally have this song to still be played after I made that song when I was like I can either give up or I can go fucking hard and for it to be in a movie uh for it to be the second highest stream song on spotify for me for it to be the song that a lot of people just love to chant and for it to be one of those messages where like i tell my friends i'm about to blow i told my friends i'm about to blow i told my friends i'm doing all of this stuff and i'm making it happen so Sometimes I have reflections on that song. And it might come mid-set. It might come when I'm in the car. It might come when somebody's just listening to the song or whatever. But, like, it's it's a special record. So, yeah. And my next, or the next part is my favorite song to perform. And I would go into kind of, like, the reflection that I had on stages. So, Clay Center reached out. About the show. Boom, boom, boom. We want you. We want the band. We want you to open up for Shalem. Say, so, yeah, cool. Boom. Um, I'm not going to talk about money. Uh, but, yes, we got paid. And a part of the payment was you and your band, we will get you hotels. Hotel rooms. And for people that know traveling, one of the hardest part about touring is paying for travel is you know hotels and airbnbs and oftentimes a lot of people find a lot of a lot of like for when we did the h madness tour like a lot of it was staying at people's houses so anna bonebreak staying in in denver like staying with her um in new york being with david and la being at darren's and Um, So many other places like that is a big part of of the 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 trials of um, of performing and and traveling. So for them to say, like, we're going to get you hotel rooms for your you and your band. It was like, damn, man, one of those small victories that just feels like something important. I've worked so hard. I've worked so hard and for like one of my goals is my, one of my goals has just always been to um, through music and, and what I do and my gift and perform and be able to not only take me around the world and, and bring me around different experiences, but also the people that are around me, you know, the people who, um have have worked so hard to help keep this ship going so you know my girlfriend carla like being able to be like yo you get to be backstage for these shows you get to go to these cool venues and see what goes on behind closed doors and and you get to see what behind the curtain and and other people like Man, we're we're on like me and Mike Dow was like, Man, me we are on flights. We are on flights for these shows. Like, it's it's crazy. So, you know, um that was really special and I and that kinda went for a while I had that moment on stage where I was doing road break. I'm like, this is so fucking cool, man. I have the best job in the world. I get to perform in front of new people. I get to inspire people while I'm on stage. I get to perform original music, the music that I wrote, and, and, like, have a good time with it. And, again, like, to have everybody in the squad to have a hotel room was, like, one of those things where it's just like, fuck, man. Like, if if I don't... I have, like, different moments where it's, like, you know, when people are, like, man, what was the moment that you were, like, I made it? Instead of, like, having one moment to say, like, you made it, it's, like, have a few moments or several moments or reflect often and be, like, I've worked so hard for that. i worked so hard for that. i worked so hard for that. To have a dressing room with my name on it, i worked so hard for that. I've worked so hard so um, nobody has to worry about, food in the green room or work so hard for uh people to come out of shows and be like damn man uh I got paid I got paid well um man the picture that I took is being used in in a magazine or something like have those moments of making it or yeah making it instead of made it you know and so that was really cool, and that brings me to my favorite song to perform of the night. It was tour bus, easy, easy, and I and I told Lanesha like when we rehearsed it, I was just like, man, this is really gonna steal the show. And Lanesha played fucking crazy on the keys. Like I've been watching the video, um, and just like her playing while, um, the during the verse was just oh my gosh, and um, yeah, it's it's tour bus, is like like literally the beginning of the second verses, true stories started this record back in seventeen twenty seventeen, 2017, rapping about everything I never seen, I tried to make it, try to write it down so I can make it happen. And that's literally what we're doing right now. So it feels good to get those hotel rooms, <laughs> to get those hotel rooms and to bring, you know, a band to a different city, um, bring the people who have seen me work so hard, around um is special so tour bus was my favorite of the night and i had such a good time and uh yeah west virginia is love i will be back i don't know when but i will definitely be back much love to shalem much love to the team much love to the clay center um and again thank you guys for for listening Um, and, and last but not least, I have to say July 8th, July 8th, Columbus, Ohio, if you don't have tickets yet, I need you to get them tickets now. Cause this is going to be one of the best shows, um, that I've ever, ever done. And I'm, I'm excited. I want no better place to have my first sold out show than Columbus, Ohio. Um, and, and we're recording the set so we can put it out. And it'd be like live at Natalie's and Grandview. Um, like some greats. I've been listening to J. Cole's uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive, his live show. Um, Mac Miller's Live in Space. Uh, Marvin Gaye, listening to all of the live albums that he's put out and stuff. And I feel like one of those making it moments or um, or, you know, one of those making it moments is having a, a record that is a live album and, and stuff. So I need the energy. Get those tickets. They are on my website, com slash tours or tour. And um, yeah, if you want a table, if you like sitting down, get those tickets now because they will be gone. And um, yeah, just bring the energy. Um, we got two more shows or three more shows on this on this. We got uh we got July 8th, July 20th in Chicago and Wonderbus. And that is the summer run for the Open Treehouse tour. And uh, I'm 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 excited. And I'm excited for the fall as well. We're getting everything planned out for that too. So much love. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. Always love, always inspire. Know that when you wake up you got superpowers. Peace until next time. Love y'all. I don't need no extra sauce on my wings I got enough for my plate Ain't got enough time to waste I don't need, need, need no, no extra sauce on my no wings